أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم كتاب أنزلناه إليك مبارك ليدبروا آياته ليدبروا آياته وليتذكر أولو الألباب أما بعد عن أبي برزة الأسلمي رضي الله تعالى عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تزول قدم عبد يوم القيامة حتى يسأل عن أمره فيما أفناه وعن علمه فيما فعله وعن ماله من أين اكتسبه وفيما أنفقه وعن جسمه فيما أبلاه Respected listeners, all praises are due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who has granted us the opportunity to be present on this auspicious day of Jumu'ah. We send salutations upon the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallim. A very beautiful statement. One of the wise persons said, in order to seize an opportunity, you first have to recognize it, while some of the opportunities given to you in life are obvious, others are hidden. One has to put in a little bit of effort and sacrifice in order for him to recognize all types of opportunities. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the verse that I recited in the introduction, Kitabun anzalnahu ilayka, that, O oh Muhammad, this book that we have revealed to you, Mubarakun. Verily, this is a blessed book. Thalika al-kitabu la rayba fih. That this book which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed to you has no doubt in it. Hudallil muttaqeen. It is a guidance for those that are God-fearing. What is the reason for the revelation of this book? Liyaddabbaru ayatihi. The lamb is called the lamb of ta'leel. The lamb of reason. The reason for the revelation of this Quran is that we may ponder over the verses and the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But the word dabara, if you look for it in the dictionary, one of the dictionaries that we use called Lisanul Arab, we find that you break down the word into its root letters, dal bara, which means to look behind oneself. And in order for a person to look behind, you have to exert yourself. In other words, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that when you ponder over my signs, and when you ponder over the verses of the Quran, then reflect with effort. Exert yourself in understanding what is the message that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us. And once you have pondered and understood and comprehended those verses and the signs, then it will only be implemented and acted upon by those who apply the intellect, by, by those that apply the intellect. And when they seize the opportunity to apply that verses. To give us an example, in one of the famous hadiths, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, رَغِمَ أَنفٌ ثُمَّ رَغِمَ أَنفٌ ثُمَّ رَغِمَ أَنفٌ May his nose be disgraced, may his face be disgraced, May he be disgraced. 
The companions asked, who are you speaking about, O Prophet of Allah? The Prophet sallallahu alayhi replied, may he be disgraced the one who finds either one or both of his parents in old age and he fails to get Jannah. He finds one or both of his parents in old age and he doesn't seize the opportunity to get Jannah. To give us an example of this here, we go back in the life of one of the pious predecessors of the Tabi'een by the name of Uwais al-Qarani, who was from amongst the great Tabi'een. He was from a place in Yemen called Murad, from the tribe of Qaran. And it is mentioned that he had a burning urge because he had heard of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam in Medina and he wanted to meet the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But there was one priority that was blocking him from taking that journey. And what was it? It was that he had to look after his mother who was extremely severely ill and also she was blind. She said to him, please do not leave me alone. Although he could have gotten a servant or someone to assist, but his mother said, I would like to have my son in my company. He fulfilled the request of his mother and he was unable to meet the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. While the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam is seated in a gathering, it is revealed to him this servant who is burning to, to, to meet him. And this is nothing which is odd or, 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 or peculiar because we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran makes mention of random people who seize the opportunity to please Allah. We find in Surah Al-Mu'min, Allah says, وَقَالَ رَجُلٌ مُؤْمِنٌ مِّنْ آلِ فِرْعَوْنِ One of the people who had imam from the people of Fir'aun, this is what he did. We find when we read in Surah Yasin, وَجَاءَ رَجُلٌ مِّنْ أَقْصَ الْمَدِينَةِ يَسْعَى قَالَ يَا قَوْمِ اتَّبِعُوا الْمُرْسَلِينَ and a person from the far part of a city came and he started to warn the people. Similarly, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi randomly mentions to the companions, he says, that one of the best of the tabi'een amongst you is Uwais al-Qarani. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi then said, Why? He has a mother and through his mother, he has received the reward of Jannah. Subhanallah. Then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam turns to Sayyidina Umar. He says, Ya Umar, إِذَا لَقِيتَهُ فَدْلُبْ مِنْهُ أَنْ يَدْعُوَ لَكَ Umar, if you meet Uwais al-Qarani, ask him that he should make dua for you. It is mentioned that years later, the, 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 the khilafat of Sayyidina Abu Bakr passed, and when Sayyidina Umar radiallahu ta'ala an became the Amirul Mu'mineen, he then came and he was searching at the time of Hajj, he asked each and every caravan, ayol from Yemen, ayol from Yemen, until he came upon the caravan of Uwais al-Qarani. He asked the people that, where is Uwais al-Qarani? In fact, the Prophet wasallam said to him, that Uwais al-Qarani, how will you recognize him? He had a severe disease of leprosy. He made dua for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cure him. And he said, Ya Allah, cure my whole body from this leprosy, but leave the size of a dirham, so that when I look at it, I can think and I can ponder over your mercy upon me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted his dua. Sayyidina Umar came and he asked the caravan, where's Uwais al-Qarani? They said, Amirul Mu'mineen, who are you looking for? Uwais al-Qarani, who is he? We left him by our camels to tie up the camels and that we came with kings and why are you looking for him? Whereas we brought people to meet you. The, the Sayyidina Umar said, La bal huwa khayrun minkum. Nay, he is much more better than you all. 
immediately rushed towards the, the place of the camels. He found Uwais al-Qarni. He related to him the incident and he asked him to make dua for him. Uwais al-Qarni said, I will make dua for you upon one request that you do not reveal my identity. Respected listeners, look at how Uwais al-Qarni in this dunya, in this world, he was able to seize the opportunity to attain his Jannah. Sometimes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala challenges us with certain difficulties, certain type of problems that we sometimes see that there's no way out. But the thing is, Allah actually is telling us that do not focus on the problem. Focus on the creator. Your conviction and your, your, your reliance should be in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Where do we learn of this? Wallahi, if we take time to read the stories in the Quran, we will find that it, it plays a major role in our lives. Read the story of Sayyidina Musa alayhi salatu wassalam where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in Surah Taha وَمَا تِلْكَ بِيَمِينِكَ يَا مُوسَى What is that in your right hand, O Musa? قَالَ هِيَ عَصَاي He says that, that, is, that is, this is a staff أَتَوَكَّهُ عَلَيْهَا Sometimes I lean on it, I use it as support وَأَهُشُّ بِهَا عَلَى غَنَمِ And sometimes I use it to knock down the leaves to feed my flock وَلِيَ فِيهَا مَعَارِبُ أُخْرَى and sometimes I use it for other types of, 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 of duties that I need to, to do. Allah said that throw your staff onto the ground. He threw it onto the ground and it turned into a serpent. The verse that I recited in, in the introduction, when you ponder over this verse, there is a joining of this verse. Allah is teaching Sayyidina Musa a lesson in this verse. That, oh Musa, you rely on that stick. Yes, it is a means to assist you to knock down for the flock, for you to lean on it. But your reliance should be limited on this material stuff. Your reliance should be complete in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can change any situation. Do not focus on the problem. Focus on Allah. Because the difficult situation that you are in, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can turn it in a split second. Where do we see this? In Surah Al-Qasas. The verse is recited. فَلَمَّا تَرَاءَ الْجَمْعَانِ قَالَ أَصْحَابُ مُوسَىٰ إِنَّا لَمُدْرَكُونَ And when Sayyidina Musa was escaping with the Bani Israel and Fir'aun was behind him, they came to the Red Sea. Sayyidina Musa, the Bani Israel, they looking at the army of Fir'aun coming closer. Behind them is the Red Sea. What did they say? قَالَ أَصْحَابُ مُوسَىٰ The same situation. Look at when you've understood and relied on Allah. Your conviction is in Allah. Your reliance is in Allah. The people of Sayyidina Musa, what did they say? Inna la mudrakun. Verily we are overtaken. There's no way out of this problem. There's no way out of this difficulty. But Sayyidina Musa came from that lesson which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala taught him in Surah Taha. What did Sayyidina Musa reply? Qala kalla inna ma'ya rabbi sayahdeen. Sayyidina Musa with an emphatic and a wholeheartedly answer he replied, never ever. It is impossible. Inna ma'ya rabbi sayahdini. Wallahi verily, it is my Allah who will assist me in this situation. And that is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to become. That our reliance, even though we go through any type of difficulty, sees that difficulty as an opportunity to gain connection and closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And look at one more lesson. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Idrib bi'asaq al-bahr. Strike with your staff onto the, or onto the sea. And it is made mention that here Allah is teaching us that use the means. Allah could have just assisted him without having him go through that. 
Allah is saying use the means Use that assistance You know the hadith which they quote That tie your camel and then trust in Allah The actual meaning of that And the actual correct translation is Tie your camel while trusting in Allah So take the medication Take the assistance To get yourself out of that difficulty And with that Simultaneously Have your conviction in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala One more example that I would like to give And in fact there is a youth program which is happening on the uh, which is happening on the weekend at the Crown Maids Masjidun Nur. The last year they said over three thousand youth had come for that youth program. It is requested for the family and the fathers to take through the children to attend this youth program. Listen to this last point, and it will leave us with some type of reflection and understanding. Wallahi, Ibn Khaldun in his kitab called Al Muqaddamah, the introduction. He mentions a very beautiful law. He says, That the law of every type of judgment, the law of every type of judgment is that you first bring a beautiful picture. You want to judge on something, you want to give evidence on something, first draw the picture. Let me draw a picture for us and let us understand that what a beautiful Muslim Islamic history we had, how vibrant and dynamic youth we had. It is made mention that one of the oldest universities of the world, which was in Qirawin, in Morocco, in Fez, was initiated and established by a woman in 859. It is also mentioned that in the 7th century, in the Khilafah of the Abbasid, Ma'moon, who was the Khalifa at that time, realized that we needed a revival of knowledge. He opened up an institute, a library, which was called Baytul Hikmah, the House of Wisdom. And in that House of Wisdom, what did he do? He opened up a faculty for translation. He opened up a research lab. He opened up a science lab. In fact, he made a law well known that any scholar who comes and translates a book from another language into the Arabic language, we will weigh that book and give him the, the, the amount in gold to encourage the scholars to come forward and write. It is made mention that from this house of Baytul Hikmah, we find the scholars like the name of Muhammad Ibn Musa al-Khwarizmi, who was the one that con contributed towards numerical, uh, the, num the numeral system. He was also one of the founders of algebra. We all know how important algebra is, which is algebra, which means the completion. It also comes from the Arabic word. What about Umar Khayyam? What about when a time came when astronomy and astrology was mentioned by Ptolemy that it was only to, to look at the stars and to interpret the stars as being, uh, giving you glad tidings and so forth. When our Muslim scholars came in, they said that this information is incorrect. Read about the lives of Al-Biruni and Al-Majitri from Al-Andalus. What about geography? The old myth that they told us that Christopher Columbus was the one who discovered that the earth was round. Read about the scholars of the Baytul Hikmah who discovered it long ago. They even had measurements to tell you that the earth is round. They said those that sailed before we came to know of uh, Christopher Columbus, if you read of Ibn Battuta and his travels. Verily, if we look also, what about the contribution towards medicine? Muhammad Ibn Zakaria al-Razi, Ibn Sina, who was calling the medieval, medieval European countries as Avicina. What about if we read Imam Nawawi who passed at the age of 40 years? He wrote over a thousand books. Read about Imam Ghazali who was one of the one who came and crushed the, crushed the ideology of the philosophy and introduced a new type of philosophy. What about Al-Jazri who was an inventor in technology? 
He invented one of the first hand washing system, one of the first clocks. These were all scholars, oh youth, these were all scholars from our Muslim era. Within the 20, 30 years, this is what, if you go into the history of Al-Andalus of Spain, we will find that there were so many youngsters who in the young, uh, in the young time, they managed to seize the opportunity and to make use of the time. I'm asking the youth and I'm asking the future backbone of our ummah, the future thinkers and leaders of our ummah, what if we travel seven, eight hundred years back and we meet these scholars and they ask us, what is the situation of our Muslim youth? Are they still carrying our legacy? Are they still designing and bringing forth technology that will assist the ummah? This is the time for us to realize that take a look at your time. Look at what you are doing with your time. Try to assess and say, how can I do my time beneficial? If I ask one that I mentioned about the mother, who of us can say that today before we left for Jummah, we kissed our parents on the forehead? Who can say that what are we going to do for them tomorrow? What have we planned for them next week? This is the time to seize the opportunity. If we find any difficulties or any challenges, this is the time for us to seize the opportunity to turn back towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. A beautiful opportunity that I managed to seize while I was uh, busy with this lecture. One of my friends said to me, he sent me an app. And he said that this app, it's called App Time Usage. And when you download this app, it shows you how many times you unlock your screen. It shows you how many times you went into an app, whether it can be WhatsApp or Instagram or Twitter. Because sometimes when you say to somebody, you're spending so much time on your phone, he says to me, he says to you, no, I'm not spending, I'm just checking something. So we think that probably I spent 15, 20 minutes. Wallahi, you will get a shock if you download this app and see how much of hours you waste on that cell phone. And we can convert that time into beneficial time. We can come back home. We can assist at home. We can do something beneficial. We can do some type of exercise. We can do some type of studying. Anything useful. And this is where I conclude. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions in a beautiful hadith. It is made mention that Amba'na khayru bani Adam. The best of the children of Adam said to us, وَمَا عَلَىٰ أَحْمَدَ إِلَّا الْبَلَاغِ And it is not upon our beloved sallallahu alayhi wa sallam except that he leaves us with an important message. He makes mention, he says that Allah subhanahu wa the Prophet sallallahu says, نِعْمَتَانِ مَغْبُونُونَ فِيهِمَا كَثِيرٌ مِّنَ النَّاسِ Two types of blessing which many people are wasteful of. صِحَّةُ أَبَدَانِهِمْ وَالْفَرَاغِ The health of their body and free time. The Prophet ﷺ makes mention in a hadith which I recited in the introduction, لا تزول قدم عبد يوم القيامة My servants on the day of Qiyamah will not take one step forward حتى يسأل أن عمره فيما أفناه Allah will ask you about your age and how did you spend your age? That span that I gave you, what effective? What did you do to assist yourself? What did you do to assist another person? أن عمره فيما أفناه and your knowledge that I've given you, what did you do with that knowledge? And the wealth and that assistance that I've given you, where did you earn it from? And how did you spend it? And your body, what tests and adversities had you put your body through? Was it for my benefit or was it not for my benefit? And finally, it is not only in this way that we may seize the opportunity as Muslims every day we may seize an opportunity 
The Prophet ﷺ says, لا تحقرن على شيء معروف Do not take a small action as something trivial and something small. He says, إِذَا لَقِيَ أَخَاءُ That when you meet your Muslim brother, even a smiling, smiling at him and letting him smile back at you is sadaqah. Removing a paper from the road is sadaqah. Going back home and giving your parents a smile is sadaqah. Kissing your mother and father on the forehead is sadaqah. Taking your father's legs and massaging it is sadaqah. Going back and feeding your family is a type of sadaqah. All of these opportunities, going towards the masjid, making intention that I'm going towards the masjid to pray for you, Ya Allah. We can make over 70 intentions when going towards the masjid. Is it not about time that we seize opportunities? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the understanding. وَآخِرُ دَعْوَانًا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد أن محمد
Alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa nashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah wa nashadu anna sayyidana wa habibana wa qudwatana مصطفى صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم تسليما كثيرا أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعصهما فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أحبتي في الله قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا تزول قدم عبد يوم القيامة حتى يسأل حتى يسأل عن عمره فيما أفناه وعن علمه فيما فعله وعن ماله من أين اكتسب وفيما أنفقه وعن جسمه فيما أبلاه بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا بالآج والذكر الحكيم أقول قول هذا واستغفر الله إنه تعالى جواد كريم ملك بر الرؤوف الرحيم الحمد لله 
الحمد لله الذي بعث محمدا بكتاب كالشمس في ضحاها والحمد لله الذي أرسل محمدا بسنة كالقمر إذا تلاها فمن تبعهما سار في ضوء النهار إذا جلاها ومن أعرض عنهما تخبط في ظلمة الليل إذا يغشاها حقا قد أفلح من زكاها وقد خاب من دساها أحبتي في الله أمرنا الله عز وجل بأمر بدأ فيه بنفسه قال الله عز وجل إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ونبيك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات ثم ارضى اللهم عن الخلفاء الأربعة الراشدين المهديين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن الصحابة أجمعين وعن التابعين وتابع التابعين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وعنا معهم بعفوك وكرمك يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم عز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم انسر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وأرنا الباطل باطلا وارزقنا اجتنابه عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغ يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون فاذكروني أذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفرون أقم الصلاة استقيموا واعتدلوا يرحمكم الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين لقد صدق الله رسوله الرؤيا بالحق لتدخلن المسجد الحرام لتدخلن المسجد الحرام إن شاء الله آمنين آمنين محلقين رؤوسكم ومقصرين لا تخافون فعلم ما لم تعلموا فجعل من دون ذلك فتحا قريبا 
هو الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله وكفى بالله شهيدا محمد رسول الله والذين معه أشداء على الكفار رحماء بينهم رحماء بينهم تراهم ركعا سجدا يبتغون يبتغون فضلا من الله ورضوانا سيماهم في وجوههم من أثر السجود ذلك مثلهم في التوراة ومثلهم في الإنجيل كزرع أخرج شطأه فآزره فاستغلظ فاستوى على سوقه يعجب الزراع ليغيظ بهم الكفار وعد الله الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات منهم مغفرة وأجرا عظيما الله سمع الله لمن حمده Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين للمتقين مفازا حدائق وأعنابا وكواعب أترابا وكأسا دهاقا 
لا يسمعون فيها لغوا ولا كذابا جزاء من ربك عطاء حسابا رب السماوات والأرض وما بينهما الرحمن لا يملكون منه خطابا يوم يقوم الروح والملائكة صفا لا يتكلمون إلا من أذن له الرحمن وقال صوابا ذلك اليوم الحق فمن شاء اتخذ إلى ربه مآبا إنا أنذرناكم عذابا قريبا يوم ينظر المرء ما قدمت يداه ويقول الكافر يا ليتني كنت ترابا الله سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم انت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك يا ذو الجلال والإكرام اللهم إن على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما 
اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم اللهم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم بفضلك سبحان ربنا رب العزة عما يصفون والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين